Hello, <laughs> hello, it's Steve here for Real Health. Yes, Real Health, Real Health. How's that sound? Right, today, the athletes. Let's, let's think of the athletes, those poor athletes, those poor people that, you know, um, top of the tree in sexual um, market value and, um, you know, especially the uh, athletic type sports, you know, the swimming and the athletics and the, and the football and those sort of things. Um, and it came to me uh, one day like, what's the average uh, Olympian earn? And a bit of searching um, came out to $3,500 US per year. So out of the 10,000 athletes that, um, that compete at the Olympics, um, they're averaging three and a half grand a year. And that's, you know, the super, <laughs> the super rich, uh, rich guys and gals. And, um, and there's quite a few paupers there to, to average three and a half grand a year. So that's saying something uh, regarding that. But um, athletes, we, we think that fit people Ex-athletes, um, especially if they still work out, we're, we're, we're thinking they're, they're fit, they're healthy, they're going to live longer, right? Well, wrong. Um, basically, athletes, uh, if you take all professional athletes um, as, a, as a whole, uh, an average athlete's uh, life expectancy is around low 60s, around, say, 62 um, for NFL footballers, it's around 51. Um, you know, if you look up the official NFL site, I think they say 54, 55, that sort of thing. But um, I don't know, I'd, I'd trust the um, the, uh, the insurance companies. You know, they've got the actuari actuarial, actuary, actuary tables. Uh, that's how you say that. Actuary tables that uh, suggest what the real life expectancy of, um, of athletes is and uh, you know if you consider the, the, the premiums that those guys have got to pay and the average de death um, age of death well yeah, with insurance companies with skin in the game that's where the real stats that's where the real data would be and uh, well so why do athletes um, live certainly you know if it's not 62 um, let's say even 70 uh, the average uh, life expectancy um, in let's say the US uh, is between 75 and 80 depending on where you get this uh, particular information from my last check was uh, that it was 80 years flat that's uh, quite convenient to make it 80 years flat but um, but yeah athletes no no there's there's one uh, NIH um, article to indicate um, the, you know, fit athletes, athletes that are fit, fit equals healthy, right? And healthy equals longer life, right? Well, there's this particular uh, peer review um, or peer, uh, like, article review paper. I think that's how you call them, uh, literature review uh, paper. And I read this particular piece from the NIH. I think it was the NIH. It's on the front. If you do a search on average, uh, you know, uh, life expectancy of athletes, um, it's a study on the front, pa uh, front 
search page of Google. Well, last time I, I sort of checked anyway. So, so I read this particular study and uh, off the bat, like they excluded uh, non-English and um, non-English. Ah, oh, gee, I don't recall, but they've, there was all these exclusions. Basically, they, they excluded 95% um, of all the papers that reviewed the um, life expectancy or the health status uh, of, of athletes. So that was like straight off the bat. Are you kidding me? You're doing a literature review on 5% of the papers that are available? So, you know, I went through it and... Um, there's all these nice woolly words like um, they're fit, oh, they, they live longer than average and you know, the Norwegians this and the cross-country uh, skiers that. And, uh, and there was no numbers. There was no numbers to indicate what the average life expectancy of athletes was. Or ex-athletes, you know. I thought, yeah, far out. You're kidding. So that's just a quick... Uh, impression. Um, what are you, what are my sources? Well, I'm the source. Yeah, you know, just just take me as a source. Like uh, I've got no interest. All right, to um, to speak BS. I'm the source. Um, I, I'm sure if you, uh, I'm not going to passively give you information. If you really want to find out, um, yeah, just do your own searches. Even if I did name, name sources, you still probably wouldn't believe me. So um, that's my thoughts on that. Um, so, and what sparked me was, uh, I'm an Australian, uh, I guess many would guess with my accent that, um, that I'm, I'm an Aussie and, uh, you know, I'm not a very well-spoken Aussie and, you know, I'm afraid this podcast isn't too well produced, but, um, you know, I hope, uh, the content does interest people, but, um. Yeah, so what uh, interested me in the athletes part was uh, the death of my favourite cricketer. What the hell is cricket to, you know, Americans or Europeans, uh, right? So cricket, obscure game. But if you account uh, all the following in India, it's probably one of the most popular games in the world, uh, numbers-wise. But anyway, uh, cricket. My, my favourite cricketer, Dean Jones. Um, poor Dino. Uh, he died age 59. And... Uh, Oh, I remember. I remember some of his uh, performances, especially um, his double century in India. I think it was Chennai, um, where he chucked up a few times, uh, you know, and um, you know, copped abuse from the captain Alan Border, saying, oh, "Mate, if you're sick, bring in someone that's tougher than you, like a Queenslander, you know, like you know, from another province in uh, in Australia here." And uh, yeah, he sparked him on to to make a double century, which is. Yeah, just astronomical sort of um, milestone for cr cricket, uh, for those that aren't cricket followers or cricket knowledgeable. And yeah, poor Dino died age 59 from a cardiomyopathy heart attack. Or, you know, just the media will just say heart attack, right? Well, you know, uh, it didn't actually surprise me. Um, he, he was one of the fitter cricketers. Uh, he worked out a lot. He got dropped from the national side a couple of times and his way back in and he made himself fit and he got down to 5% body fat and all that sort of thing. Um, you know, su super fit guy uh, for a, a game, you know, in the 90s uh, wasn't that super 
um, you know, you didn't have to be that super fit. Uh, they're a bit, a bit more fitted these days, I guess. And um, and what sparked also my attention was uh, my my um, discoveries of uh, grey hair um, is a deficiency of a particular mineral, um, copper, in fact. And um, and he started going grey quite early, and he was white, like he was barely 50 and he was white white hair and uh yeah close to the end he was you know whiter whiter than phil donahue donahue like you know for those that uh, remember or know of uh, phil donahue he was he was pretty much gray in his 30s right so i oh, actually i looked up phil donahue he's, he's 84 at the time of um uh you know speaking at the moment and um you know he's still going all right but uh you know of course he's got fluorescent white hair but uh, yeah, he's, you know, the, uh, you could see the, um, the sort of demented signs and that sort of thing. So he, he's um, close to the end. Um, good old Phil Donahue. So, but uh, yeah, Dean Jones uh, didn't surprise me. He was a su- super fit guy. And what happens with uh, super fit um, athletes? And there's been many instances of um, pro athletes and young high school um, top achieving athletes dying just of a heart attack, cardiomyopathy heart attack, for that matter. And uh, people just say, oh, that's horrendous, you know, um, that's a tragedy. Yeah, it, it sure is. But there's a reason why, uh, you know, these young people are dying. Um, it's a deficiency of a particular mineral. And when um, people die of heart attack, or even um, that particular one mineral, which is Selenium. Selenium has been uh, identified as um, a deficiency in SIDS, sudden in infant death syndrome in infants and uh, young young children, where they die in their sleep or they die in, uh, in the car seat, and you know doctors like to blame blame us for our choices and you know straight away that they'll be asking you know uh, was the child in, in in bed with you at the time you know um quite predatory sort of questions um you know blame the mother straight away you know blame blame um sleep, sleeping in the same bed and you know it, um with with that sids example with the uh, young children dying um very unfortunate cases uh only two percent were um, were identified as sleeping in the same bed as the parents, or at least mum. So straight away they're going to be, you know, I think there's even people being put in prison for, you know, those, those sort of misfortunate uh, events, sleep, sleeping in the same bed, even if uh, there wasn't any any accidental smothering or whatever the case may be. Um, they're just going to blame, you know, they're just going to blame the mother or the father for rolling on the baby, right? Because it's just easy that way. And uh, so whoever's gone to jail for that sort of thing, like, uh, but um, it's become quite apparent that, uh, you know, these uh, heart attacks in athletes, uh, young active people and infants is a selenium deficiency. If um, if you die of a um, cardiomyopathy heart attack, it's most probably a, um, a selenium deficiency. Uh, and with, with selenium, there's cofactors that help selenium work and there's enzymes that make it absorb and all that sort of thing. But uh, selenium is the granddaddy of, um, of sudden heart attacks. 
and um, yeah, just uh, yeah, just uh, I, I guess a couple more things with uh, SIDS. Ten uh, percent of those SIDS deaths um, in in a particular ten year period of gathering data around the world, ten um, percent were dying uh, in the car seat. You know, so how can you know, mum roll over on the kid while she's driving the car, right? So that sort of thing. And uh, what happened with the SIDS was, uh, well, I don't want to uh, mention the guy that uh, took took um, the FDA to court to um, to order um, selenium be put into um, into baby uh, formula to uh, prevent SIDS. And you know, I think it was t- 2013 around that sort of time frame. Um, the FDA approved. Um, or enforced uh, baby formula manufacturers to include selenium into baby formula, and guess what? Within no time, uh, death of SIDS, sudden infant death syndrome, has just fallen off a cliff. Um, there's no more deaths in, anymore because, and also part of um, the sudden infant death syndrome uh, in infants was that um, pretty much 100% were uh, bottle fed. Uh, that wasn't wasn't really um, ever put out there, but uh, yeah, that, that that certainly was the case. And uh, guess what? The uh, it's not in the news anymore. The, you don't hear tragic stories. Uh, I guess Facebook and that sort of thing. You know, um, unfortunate case. You know, Sid's death. That sort of thing. Well, you know, the the infants are now n- nourished enough, um, at least, not to get Sid's. They've got selenium in the baby formulas now. So that's the selenium factor for for the infants, um, and also uh, there was a study in Kishon, China. They they called the Kishon disease, but it was this, it was the same thing. Um, you know, kids under ten just all of a sudden dying out of, out of nowhere. They were pretty much cardiomyopathy, heart attacks, and uh, and that was a selenium deficiency because they don't have selenium in, in the soil there anymore in Kishon, China. So. Um, yeah, that was based on a study like you know under two thousand. Um, autopsies of um, children under age uh, dying of that particular disease which they called Kishon disease but it was a heart attack and um, they also found that you know about 35 percent of those kids actually had symptoms of MS and that's another um, disease manifestation of selenium deficiency so uh, that's that relationship um, there's the tragic instances of um, Young athletes. There's uh, there was a tragic incident of a 29 year old uh, young lady that um, played high level sport in two or three different sports here in Australia, like um, Australian Rules and was cricket a part of that? I'm not sure. Um, and and uh, softball or baseball, uh, softball. And um, yeah, she was super high performer, and you know, um, I'm sure she died of cardiomyopathy, a heart attack, because uh, it said it wasn't you know it wasn't uh, suicide or tragic circumstance or, or anything it was just um you know a sudden death and that, that usually indicates you know heart attack um especially from a, a young athlete uh, you could just straight away think think um it's a it was a selenium deficiency uh, basically what i'm trying to get at uh, athletes that are dying young all of a sudden are lacking um selenium in their uh, diet and they just die of a heart attack and it's not just selenium um when when the athlete and young athlete and um, what, when you're sweating, uh, you're not just losing water, you're losing like a whole soup um, full of all the nutrients that that are you know in, in your blood and 
going through your system and and, and your um and, and your muscle fibers and um you know if if you don't re- replace the nutrients that you're losing um and you know year after year decade after de- decade if you're a long uh, performing athlete um you you're building up a profile to have chronic disease illness or just dying young and and athletes are dying quite young uh yes there there's athletes out there like um well, I think in in Australia here there's a there's a uh, ex Olympian um, from way back uh, Dawn Fraser she's in approaching ninety and uh, she's still going strong fair enough but um, you know she was in the forties and fifties uh, and you know uh, their workouts were certainly a lot less than uh, athletes are working out these days that's for sure and um, yeah because of the uh, greater competition of um, sporting nowadays. I'm probably looking down the track of uh, athletes dying even younger and because we've got uh, less um, minerals in our soils and our therefore our crops crops and therefore um, you know nutrients reaching us we're becoming more uh, nutrient deficient as a whole and there's even more less nutrients uh, reaching the athletes which means that the athletes might be dying even even earlier together with um, the general population dying earlier and uh, the CDC has indicated, uh, the, you know, the last I mentioned on that that I've seen is uh, 2004. The CDC says all current generations are going to live um, a, lo- a lower life expectancy from the preceding generation, and uh, that was, you know, th- that didn't make uh, much uh, any headlines or anything. We we just think um, our life expectancy will just keep on going up and up and up, right? And uh, I'm also quite dubious on how the life expectancy um, uh, stats are, um, are formed as well. Uh, there's some indications that, you know, death of all causes in the US is around age 60. And um, so I would have liked to see what the method of uh, that sort of measure- measurement was, but, um, you know, with, um, you know, the average life expectancy in, in, in the US being, you know, between 75 and 80, um, yeah, like uh, we're pretty much peaked, and um, oh, you know we've, dub- we've doubled the life expectancy since World War One. You know, for example, or you know, close to the double at least. Uh, yeah, we have. Um, but uh, it's a bit complicated. Uh, infant mortality was greater uh, back back in those days. Um, easy, uh, cheap calories were less uh, accessible in those days. Uh, sanitation, clear clear water clean water uh, was less accessible in those days so I'd, I'd really um, uh, I'd give accolades to, to farmers and engineers for improving life expectancy not pharmacists or doctors you know the the farmer would uh, produce a lot a lot of um, a lot of bushels for less less you know dollars uh, a, lot of, a lot of calories per dollar um, you know, an example I've been sort of looking at um, in recent times is the, the price of eggs. Uh, the price of eggs uh, in 1850 in today's money, uh, 50 bucks uh, a dozen. Um, you know, how much are eggs these days? Like under four bucks, you know, here in Australia, four bucks a dozen. So uh, that's the indication of, um, you know, nutrients per dollar or calories per dollar. And 
you know, another observation like, um, you know, around the turn of um, last century, so 20th century uh, or 2010 or, oh, sorry, uh, 1910, you know, before World War One or around World, World War One, the price of eggs went down to something like 20 bucks um, per ounce. Uh, yeah, what, what am I saying? Uh, per dozen, 20 bucks a dozen in today's money. Uh, and, you know, 10 bucks a dozen um, in, in 1950. So, you know, from 1950, uh, our life expectancy sort of jumped, didn't it? And um, oh, certainly, uh, you know, the infant mortality um, decreased um, as well. And uh, But what also um, improved was, well, you know, uh, the farmers, yes, uh, producing a lot more calories per dollar, but um, also the engineers, uh, the infrastructure, uh, cleaner water, sanitation, uh, um, in, you know, certain infrastructure um, uh, has contributed to um, better living standards. Um, yes, uh, I do acknowledge that uh, the mainstream allopathic um, uh, medicine complex uh, really contributes to um, saving life in emergency medicine. Um, yeah, um, that's for sure. And uh, with uh, treating infections uh, with antibiotics, yep, spot on. You know, um, but that's not going to double life expectancy. That that might um, you know increase life expectancy by you know two, three, four, five years. Um, you know, is my estimation. But uh, yeah, our living standards. That's what uh, really uh, increases our life expectancy. So, because of I'm going on tangents, but I just want to give a few impressions, like a, a few observations out there to, uh, to qualify a few things. And um, with athletes, yeah, like, do, does anyone ever come across or rem remember an, an ex-pro athlete, uh, you know, notable athlete that uh, lived to be a centenarian? Has anyone really come across any any athlete that lived more than 100 um i think there's a case of, uh you know a couple of uh, pro pro um baseball players in the us you know um in the 30s living past 100 but uh you know back that far back uh we still had capacity um of get, um having still a lot of the nutrients in our in our diets but um but since 1882 where we stopped ash practice, how I like to call it, um, we had uh, less nutrients in, in our in our soils, therefore ending up in our crops and then into us. That's a whole uh, spiel which I indicated to, I go through this spiel each episode, but um, if you want that particular spiel, uh, you know, the, the indication of why we're hurtling towards chronic illness, um, there's a spiel in each, each and every one of my uh, first five uh, podcasts. Um, so just listen to one of those first five and you'll get uh, the actual spiel. Uh, different versions of the spiel in those five uh, podcasts. But um, yeah, from 1882, uh, that's when we went downhill. That's when obesity picked up. That's when uh, diabetes picked up, arthritis. Uh, you name the chronic illness, uh, auto, um, all the autoimmune diseases. Um, it all picked up since, uh, since that moment in 1882. Oh yeah, so well yeah. Just in the first part of the podcast, in, in all those five, um, you know, first podcasts of of, um, of whichever uh, platform you're listening off. So um, 
that'll give you an indication. Uh, I'll probably go through that same spiel um, in future podcasts too, just to add uh, perspective, uh, just to reinforce the importance of um, that particular event in 1882 about the nutrients. But 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 there's also the absorption factor. Um, you know, we need to absorb, and uh, our absorption has been hampered for 5,000 years um, with the Egypt um, part of the spiel that I do refer to. So those two moments um, in human history have uh, set us spiralling to where we are now. Yes, we've, um, we've probably never had life expectancy measured uh, like we do at the moment, but, um, you know, we do live, the, 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 say, the last 15 years of our lives quite miserably in, with uh, chronic illness. And we're sort of propped up with the um, medical system in a lot of a lot of ways. So, athletes, uh, you know, as a general, um, in general, we we're we're looking at uh, a lower life expectancy uh, going forward. So our children and our children's children are going to be uh, living um, less years, and. Um, that's due to the uh, depletion of nutrients in our food supply. And uh, with athletes, uh, it's possible that they'll be dying even younger. Um, I used to be a triathlete myself, and um, I looked up uh, back in the 80s when um, Ironman uh, racing was really uh, popular, the Hawaii Ironman, and uh, there was this one particular personality, this character this uh you know winner four four five time winner mark allen i thought oh yeah i wonder if he's still alive yeah he's still kicking he's he's mid-60s looking okay uh with not that 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 much gray hair either so um looks like he's um he's retained a lot of uh you know nutrients and he and looks like he'll be living part past the athlete um averages uh, at least but um yeah uh, that's just a um uh, you know, triathletes, they sweat a lot, right? Yeah, well, in, in with that uh, sort of thinking, they should be dying even earlier. But, um, you know, it's it's complicated, uh, just like the life expectancy uh, measurement. Um, you know, some people are uh, nourished. Some people have a predisposition um, to, to live longer as well, make um, uh, better choices and uh, that sort of thing. And uh, unknowingly, they might be getting... Uh, enough nutrients in in their diets to still look vibrant and whatnot um as well um and still on the athletes uh, subject you know the uh, athletes this is the athlete um you know the poor athletes podcast um there was observation uh of questions being answered uh, in cora about why do uh long distance runners and athletes look older than the rest of us um and <laughs> some of the ex- expl- explanations um understandable was oh the stresses on the body the the pounding it makes your face droop and this and that oh my god what a crock um yeah nah um m- more likely uh in that sort of situation where you know they're looking older they're looking um droopy in the face, they're greyer earlier, they're wrinkly, all that sort of thing, uh, signs of ageing. Well, so those signs of ageing are pretty much a nutrient deficiency. Uh, no, it's not the stress on the body. No, it's not genetic. No, it's not um, you know, because there's less sub- subcutaneous fat and you know, therefore they look older. Ah, don't give me that. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, most of them pretty much got um, osteoporosis of the skull. Uh, most of us... Um, 
most athletes will have osteoporosis because um, you know calcium and magnesium deficiencies, together with all the other cofactors that uh, makes uh, uh, magnesium and, and um, uh, calcium um, absorb and work in the body, um, needs you know all the en enzymes working, and there's a lot more nutrients that make the enzymes work, and yeah, that that, that part is all complicated. Um, if we were to know uh, all the interrelationships of all the 100 plus nutrients that we need for health and life, um, if we were to know the exact relationships, we, we'd, we'd need billions of dollars um, in, a, in a particular study with the multiple decades and multiple hundreds of thousands of our scientists doing all this. Um, and the coordination and the mathematics involved would be massive, massive, massive. And um, so, but, but we've got the basics. Um, uh, we do need 100 nutrients, and uh, basically the, the athletes that are dying in their 60s, average-wise, um, I was looking at um, you know that particular age range myself. Um, uh, I was even going obese and uh, being a triathlete for nearly two decades. Um, yeah, I was looking at dying young, but um, I've changed that course, and uh, I'm getting out of my obesity um, as I speak as well, and uh, things are looking up for me, so I'm glad in that respect. So... Uh, I digressed. Yes, I know I digressed, but um, I just wanted to want to give perspective all the time. Um, and so the reason why we're dying early is because we're not getting those hundred plus nutrients that we need, and um, that that all stem from not um, uh, having ash practice anymore, and, and unknowingly not getting all the at least all the minerals that we need from our foods and you know vegetables and you know, fruit and, and grains, they, they don't just spontaneously, spontaneously make minerals. Uh, the only way minerals get into our food is via the soil. And if the soil doesn't have it, it's not getting into our food and us. And, um, you know, like um, a, a lettuce in, in Brazil and a lettuce in uh, China, you know, um, the China lettuce might have eight, eight minerals and the, and the Brazil lettuce might have four, four minerals. And, uh, you know, like it's not dependable. So to be de dependable, we need to take matters into our own hands. We need to take our health into our own hands. We need to be uh, supplementing uh, with all the 100 plus nutrients that we need. You know, I'm, uh, I'm not gonna endorse a particular company which I uh, get access to, but um, you know, if people are interested, um, you know, uh, they can reach out via the comments here or, or the email or the all the different portals um, which are available and uh, I can sort of help out because um, all the doses with uh, particular minerals uh, that we need are quite weight specific um, and uh, also uh, condition specific too so uh, that's just uh, that impression and um, it's amazing how pharmaceuticals are, you know, you could give, you know, the doctor prescribes the same pharmaceutical dose to a 50-year-old elderly woman, oh, sorry, sorry, a 50-kilogram, um, 100-pound, say, uh, elderly woman and a 300-pound, 40-year-old, 150-kilo robust man, the, the same amount of meds, you know, for 300% bloody uh, weight difference. So, yeah, that's a, um, one consideration that... Um, Pharmaceuticals don't really uh, take too much sort of um, pers perspective or note on, and um, also, you know, absorption. I've mentioned absorption, like uh, you know, by taking uh, responsibility for uh, getting all the nutrients that we need, because we're only um, pretty much guaranteed between twenty and thirty nutrients uh, these days. 
we need 100 plus, um, together with taking all the 100 plus nutrients, we need to ensure absorption. And to ensure absorption, and for the athletes to increase their, their, um, their life expectancy, uh, we need to put, cut out gluten. Um, and you know, gluten has really uh, cut our absorption um, capability uh, because it, it uh, injures our villi uh, in our intestines where we do all the absorbing. And um, if we cut gluten, uh, we also need to cut um, uh, oils because oils, all oils for that matter, like even extra virgin olive oil and avocado oil and uh, vegetable oil, the works, you know, salad dressings, mayo, uh, they've already got to be cut. Uh, fried food as well, because it's the, it's the oils uh, in our diet that's, um, that's giving us uh, the clogged arteries, the plaque in our arteries, the atherosclerosis in our, in, in our arteries, which uh, leads to heart disease and stroke and aneurysms uh, and the whole complex of the circulatory system, uh, heart attacks as well. Uh, heart attacks is, um, is blamed on cholesterol, very wrong. Um, listen to the cholesterol um, podcast a uh, couple of episode, ep- uh, episodes ago to give you impressions on cholesterol. Cholesterol is not bad for us. Uh, it's, it's very... Um, uh, important for our brain and hormone uh, function, um, which leads into uh, sexual performance and um, and fertility as well. So, um, don't cut cholesterol. And if you're on statins, I, I'd go off statins. Um, yeah, uh, of course, some um, people would expect. Oh, you know, check with your doctor. But uh, nah, I just um, wean myself off over a week get off your statins because you're pretty much booking yourself in for uh, Alzheimer's as well, dementia symptoms and brain fog. Um, our brains and our hormones need cholesterol. Uh, you know, our hormones are 90% cholesterol. Our brain is um, 75% myelin, which is 95% plus cholesterol. Um, and yeah, egg up, uh, eat, eat your butter, uh, cream, cheese, yogurt, meat. Um, don't worry about the saturated fat it's good for you what's clogging up our arteries is the oils so cutting oils too also we need to cut our processed meat uh, that's carcinogenic um, and it also impairs our overall um, uh, health circulatory system and uh, absorption and also last on the priority list these are all in order of priority is sugar uh, sugar hampers our um, uh, nutrient absorption too because sugar is preferenced in, in absorption and also it's not um, sugar is not too good for our um, immune system uh, so that's some of the re- rationales on that yeah it's not good out for our um, uh, microbiome especially it's quite um, uh, toxic for our um, microbiome our gut health uh, sugar that is so um, I've gone on a few tangents like I was uh, supposed to be focusing on athletes uh, yes i've re- mentioned athletes um how they're not guaranteed of um living longer um also billionaires uh, aren't guaranteed of living longer too like uh, according to forbes 2013 i think the average uh, life expectancy of a billionaire was 66 and the average life expectancy of a doctor is something like under 60. so being the fittest the the richest and the smartest <laughs> is still um, more than a decade um, average life expectancy less than the average couch-sitting, sedentary, Cheeto-eating Western person. (laughs) So, um, yeah, um, that that gives you some perspective 
on, on some of these um, some of these ideas. Um, oh, I know a doctor that, that, that's in his 90s. Well, yeah, there's also doctors in their 40s that, that die from overdoses and that sort of thing. So, yeah, that, that's going to drag it, drag their averages down. Um, and um, at the risk of uh, rambling uh, too much longer, um, I'm pretty much going to cut it there. Put some insights in there just to oh yeah i'm just going to add one more sorry for the extra ramble but yeah um just a quick note uh of how what sort of service our mainstream medical complex is giving us you know uh, let's use the us as a continuing example because they always have the best um sort of d data and also um, a greater population uh, representation and um you yeah, know that sort of thing uh, the, the U.S., as an example, uh, ranks you know, around 40 to 45th. I've also seen them at uh, ranking 60th in the world in longevity. So let's just say 40th in the world, the best case example. 40th in the world in uh, longevity on the list of um, average life expectancy of all the countries in the world. So they're averaging 40th, right? Yet the U.S. spends more on healthcare than all the other countries combined. And they're only averaging... Uh, life expectancy uh, 40th in ranking in the world <laughs> there's something wrong there isn't there so uh, that's just one thing that really got me once so I just wanted to end on that little little doozy I reckon it's a doozy but oh it's because of this and that and choices Americans make and the yada 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 well yeah, it's a bit it, it's complicated uh, together with uh, general life expectancies and yeah um, the, the lives that um, athletes uh, lead and all that sort of thing. Oh, um, also, just <laughs> another digress. Sorry, I'm just going to add this one. Um, do you re really think there's um, many um, centenarians, you know, 100-plus-year-olds that are vegans or vegetarians? <laughs> I'd like to come across one. Yeah, that's just one other um, observation. So, yes, I, I, I did... Uh, uh, mention athletes um, it was supposed to be centered on athletes but um, digressions were made yes but also um, observations needed to be made as well and uh, and I also think that it's it's a shock to a lot of people that uh, athletes live at least a decade yet um, younger in life expectancy than the rest of us you know couch sitting uh, TV watching Cheeto eating type people you know so that's that I hope um, some insights and I hope some of these ideas are resonating. Um, uh, we need to clean up our, our diet. We need to take all the 100 plus nutrients that we need uh, to ensure uh, longevity and health uh, to avoid uh, chronic illness. And if you have illnesses at the moment, they are reversible. Oh yes, they are. Uh, so if you want to reach out, reach out on the comments or the contact uh, details on the description and uh, I can give you suggestions. I'm very uh, well versed on what's uh, required uh, with dosages and um, the different um, uh, doses for different conditions as well. So that's all for now. Thanks and bye-bye. Mm -hmm.